Plump Goops podcast. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Oh, hey there. Welcome back to Hot Takes High Stakes, the final episode of 2020. Uh, wow! Woo! What a year it's Woo! been. I was ju- I was just telling Corey that this will be our 34th episode no, you of didn't. 2020. Cut the cameras. Do, do you not remember? Oh, like just before, like just before I got on. Yeah, like it was it was like um, it was like three, four minutes ago, Corey. Oh, Are you OK? That. Hey, Woolsey sidebar real fast. Let's do a quick yeah. uh, sidebar. On the call, okay. um, Corey, just take off your headphones or cover your ears or something. He's he's done this before, and it's it's honest. It's led to a lot of like really violent outbursts. Wow. So I, I think we need just need to be careful with him this episode because you you never know what um what might like once he starts forgetting things, then uh, he starts forgetting who he is and he right. starts forgetting his lane. You know, I'll put nine one one on hold. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, just They'll just tell them. Okay. Me. Stand by. Yeah. Yeah, Don't hold wait. hold everything and stand by. And they can just listen to the podcast. Yeah. What else? Are they just, honestly, do? <laughs> right. It's it's no no one's no one's having emergencies right now. There's there's nothing wrong um, with the world at the moment. Tread lightly. <laughs> he was <laughs> listening the whole time. <laughs> Oh no! Okay, yeah. Okay, nine one one said that they classified that as a threat. <laughs> They're on their way. Um, this is hot takes, high stakes. Uh, the show where typically we all give one hot take and we send it around and we see whether or not we agree. But I, I, I think today's a little special, huh? A little. Today's a little special in that it's our final episode of twenty twenty. And we decided let's let's take a look back at the takes that we've had in the past. Um, but first, first, before we get into that, I just kind of want to kind of want to see what we're what we're thinking, um, what we're thinking about about 2020 ending. How does it feel? I'd like to say, and this actually, now that I think about it, was a take. I guess it kind of counts as a hot take, but I'd like to say. I I have a feeling in the coming days around New Year's Eve um, mm-hmm. and New Year's both that um, people are going to say people are going to criticize the fact that people are going to be positive and hopeful about 2021. And they're going to say, yeah. oh, it's just a number. It's just a year. It doesn't matter. Like the same. We're going to have the same problems. And yeah. it's like. They may like technically be right, like that might be the case, but I think that we as humans give emphasis to the change of a year as kind of like a a fresh start. And I, I don't, I get mad when people are are that cynical and mean, and just let people have hope. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Corey, why do you think that everything is going to be the same I next year? I think hope is the like created by the devil. <laughs> okay. Why? <laughs> why is that? Because in Avatar, whenever they named their baby Hope, mm. um, the Fire Nation took over Bossing Say not shortly after. That's okay. That's your that's your evidence. Yeah. 
That's what you're basing yeah, your opinion no, off of. No more examples and, needed. And also, um, 2021 will be the same. Actually, no, I don't actually think it will be the same. I think it will no, be I mean, worse. <laughs> Whoa! I I think I think it'll be better. I I agree, Woolsey, that um that hope is all we got. You know. Mm-hmm. Why okay. why? Let's just let's just be let's just be. Um. 2021 honestly it could be the same but it probably won't be right we'll get a vaccine and people will be able to go outside and we'll have a new president so things will change things are looking up for the worse (laughs) Corey's gonna be the the cynic the devil's advocate that's actually um how we started 2020 was with an episode called the devil's advocate where um Tanner kind of kind of established the theme of his Hot Takes High Stakes career going forward in that um, he wasn't one to uh, ever be taken seriously about anything and that he would uh, at any possible moment, he would try to undermine the integrity of the podcast as a whole. Um, so I, I, I do believe and I'm, I am positive that we're going to be talking a lot about um, some specific Tanner takes today. I have not. You don't. No. I, I have. I have some. There are a lot. The, Tanner's definitely a contender for having the worst takes of the year. I am. I, I'm I very heavily Ronic focused. <laughs> Corey, Corey, who are you focusing on mainly? Uh, I mean, I have one of each, but I think I'm mainly focusing well. on you two. Wow. Really? Wow. Um, I, honestly, mine is Ronic focused as well. I have one Tanner take. Um, but that's because I picked takes that I that I enjoyed and that I liked listening mm-hmm. to um, takes such as K is never silent um, or devolution is evolution are uh, two of the worst takes of the year, in my opinion, and don't, <laughs> honestly don't even deserve to be talked about. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that devolution is evolution. I didn't either. I sat um, in the room listening to him talk about it for probably 20 <laughs> minutes and I had no idea what he was talking about by also, the end Also, what of is it. the items should be priced based on how much you use them? <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Another absolutely ridiculous <laughs> take from Tanner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, like shoes. It, he was like, shoes should be like $800. Wow. Because the more, the more you use them, the higher they should be priced. Also, what is um, Ronick's take? The bread's end is your best friend. <laughs> he was talking about the heels of bread. He was saying that the heels of bread are, are good wow. and are equal to a bread loaf. To which I replied, um, would you buy a loaf of only heels? And he uh, sputtered and... Uh, lost the argument <laughs> wow shocker that's also a contradiction to a different take that he had <laughs> i don't know if it was earlier or later um but uh what which one contradiction uh, it's on my list okay all right so I, I i think we can start getting into the list so yeah. i think what we're gonna do in this episode is kind of we're each gonna i think we can go one at a time bringing up one of our takes um that we picked from the hottest takes list. And uh, we, at the, by the end of the episode, I think we should vote. Um, we should have three takes total that we've kind of narrowed it down to, and we should vote on what the hottest take of the year was. 
Sounds Thoughts? good. Yeah, great. Okay. So I think, Woolsey, since you said that it's a contradiction of one of Ronick's takes, I think you should go first and bring that take to the table. All right, I will. It's the, it's my, I only have two takes. Okay. Um, and this one's the, the meat of the pie. It's a, uh, it's big. Right. So my take comes from episode 32, Ronick, keep mittens in the kitchen. <laughs> right. Which I was a part of that episode, but I just like to revisit <laughs> uh-huh. because okay. the reason I went back and listened to this and it's a great first like 20 minutes or so because Roddick mm-hmm. has news that he can't wait to express. We obviously keep yeah. delaying the news and then yes. uh, he keeps emphasizing that it's good news. It's good news. We really want to hear it. <laughs> and the news was that his car was totaled. Right, right. So then we get into his take. And on the Hot Takes website, his take is keep mittens in the kitchen. But Mm -hmm. I have listed all the takes that evolved from that take and how many different takes he had. So the first original take was why the fuck do mutton? Why the fuck do mittens exist? Bit of a tongue twister. (laughs) That then evolved to mittens are for bakers and they should st- <laughs> and they should stay in the kitchen which right. got quite a reaction out of all of us as something that sounded very offensive but it wasn't really yeah. that offensive just more mean than anything yes and then uh that evolved into um any chef can be a baker but a baker cannot be a chef um, yeah yeah and then um that uh, bakers can't, they can't use a stovetop was another take. <laughs> so <laughs> we're at uh, four, four takes that I've written down so far. And then Cameron, mm-hmm. you said, but I was watching the Great British Bake Off and they mm-hmm. used the stovetop to make sauces. And yeah. Roddick then replied with the fifth take of his takes uh, mm-hmm. sauce is a crutch. <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. So. <laughs> Ronick should be banned from takes. <laughs> yeah, he should just, just yeah, really digging himself so into bad. a hole. And so then the question got brought up: Are mittens high or low class? To which I said, mm-hmm. uh, I said that mittens were high class, and uh, you guys yes. violently disagreed. Um, I do, and uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> we can get back into that. Um, but uh, he, then Ronick said, "Blacksmiths are bakers." Um, and that's yeah. it. So I think that's about six or seven. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. Oh, and by in the there. way, the only piece of evidence that he used for his original argument <laughs> was that <laughs> <laughs> you can't emphasize anything with your hands and you can't flip people off. Okay. So. Wow. Yeah. Take of the year. So does he know why people use mittens? Like why they're better than gloves, you know? Why? Why are they? Why are they? I don't know. Because your fingers stay warmer in a mitten than in a glove because they're they mm. beat off each other's body heat. Sounds like high class to me. But then, Corey, Corey, you can be the judge of this because I think my argument for why mittens are low class is because I think they originated in the lower classes because uh, a glove is harder to manufacture than a mitten. A mitten is basically just like you wrap your hand in fabric, right? 
four. I don't think it's low class or high class. It's a fucking mitten, and there can be high class <laughs> mittens and low class mittens. But no, I don't know the origin of how mittens were made. You might be right. Did you look it up? No, I have no idea. But I've, yeah. I've never seen a high class mitten before. I've certainly seen high class gloves. Well, I ha- I bought. I mean, this is for skiing and snowboarding. But I did buy mm. a hundred dollar. He is a hybrid between a mitten and a glove. It's called the the three finger, and the pointer and thumb is separate. But then the oh, middle yeah, ring and pinky are in a mitten shape, so it it keeps your hand warm, but also it it keeps its dexterity. Mm. But That's you can't weird. Flip, you still can't flip people off, so I guess that ruins Ronick's life. For Wait, for for that specific mitten. Um, for that specific mitten, do you, like do you feel like now that you could live with only three fingers and be okay? Yeah, I would say so. Interesting. Yoda did. I can't. Years. I can't use claw on Xbox, but I'll live. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's the. Only. <laughs> no, you could use claw. You could still play Xbox. You could use claw, Corey, because you could oh, use wait, the. I your... could use all. All of them for the trigger. Yeah, that's. But I can't. I, it doesn't have any support though. Like I just have to. Oh, true, to true, true. Push together with my palms. I'm actually. I have mm. an Xbox controller. I'm like showing everyone. But to like push together with my palms, <laughs> cool, cool. and then like there's no support because you normally have your two like ring and pinky. Yeah. But yeah, so huh. there lies the problem. But. Therein lies the problem. If I get some paddles on the bottom controller, the elite controller, whatever it's called. Hmm. So you're you're currently making the argument for high class mittens. I I'm making the argument like, that I don't think mittens are high or low class. But okay, but that is a high class mitten. Yes, I have a high class mitten because it's built for. But there's also cheap in the gloves and cheap gloves yeah um so i i I don't i don't want to spend too much time on this uh on this take in particular but i i do think that is a strong contender for um for take of the year um yeah because i feel like because it was there was no he Oranik ne, never has much evidence to support his takes. No, he digs a hole and then he digs deeper and yeah. Yeah. maybe he thinks that his take is devolving and evolving at, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um Corey, do do you want to give uh one of the takes off your list? Yeah. Uh I'll start with this one. It's going to be Cameron's take actually. Okay. Reality TV is the best and most artistic genre of television. Yeah. I like that take, but I think it's very hot. You like it? Yeah. Okay. I I think for that episode in particular, I just wanted to talk about reality TV, but I needed to make it a hot take. So I said that. And I, I'm not particular... I don't want to back down from it because I do think that reality tv is very artistic in that you craft a story out of reality like um the obviously it's the reality is manufactured but um the fact of the uh, the act of 
are the act of manufacturing reality into a story i think is very artistic i really do like it because it's kind of a social experiment of sorts Mm. because they'll always push for drama to happen especially in love island Mm. and the people just go with it they're like i'm gonna be the asshole right and also but also at the same time you don't even know if they're going for it in reality because it's all edited like like the editors Mm. and producers can completely change how a person looks looks and like take their actions and like spin them into a completely different person you know and that's what makes it art yes indeed i like that take any yeah i i mean i think it 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 came from um i don't know what show i was thinking of in particular not survivor uh i it might have been great british baking show like survivor played into it because I, i i do love that show but I think having watched Great British Baking Show more recently, I was probably like, this is good. And also now I'm watching The Bachelorette and that show is crazy. And um, I think that show has almost changed the rules uh, or kind of it, that show is is kind of meta in the fact that like people go on that show. To be portrayed to like kind of yeah to be good they 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 like try to break they try to play the game to the point where like they're controlling their own narrative like they're trying to give the producers what the producers want to to make them into a really popular character that gets them a lot of instagram followers but it's like 50 50 like 50 percent of the guys are portrayed horribly and 50 percent of the guys are portrayed very well yeah Um, it's kind of wild how can be because everyone goes on the show to try to be portrayed good like no one's gonna go on and be i'm gonna be an asshole you know yeah but it, yeah. it still ends up 50 50 yes no definitely i think a lot of guys um i think it depends like what kind of guy you want to be because i think you you know that going in you have to be a stereotype like you have to fulfill mm-hmm. a kind of guy like you have to play a character almost and um the guys who take the risks are typically like the guys who are like, I want to be really quirky and really funny or like the guys who are like, I want to be really suave and really cool. Like the suave and cool guys can very easily be shown as very arrogant and very, um, very, uh, like they talk down to everyone and the funny quirky guys, um, can be seen as like too childish and like annoying, you know, it's, um, you have to walk the tightrope. Do you think there are moles? Or do you think Yo, that it's that'd normally... be crazy? <laughs> That's interesting. Like guys that are stuck in there to cause drama. Yeah, like professional actors. Hmm. That I this that are getting paid. That makes me. Huh. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I do think that like the producers, like obviously the Bachelorette, going into the season, like first day, like first week. I bet. I bet she knows like. These are probably like my top three, top four. Mm-hmm. None of the other ones I want anything to do with. Mm-hmm. And she could send them all home immediately. But I'm sure that the producers are like, okay, you like it's good that you know this, but like keep these people around at least at the beginning, so that we actually have a show and so that we have like the most entertaining stuff going on. Well, but didn't, uh, you know what I mean? didn't she just um, early? I don't know. I can't keep track of the seasons, but yeah. didn't she just choose someone right away and then they had to well, like, choose someone else? 
Yeah, so this this season, the 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 original Bachelorette, like three episodes in, was like, I found my person, just like, and then he proposed and they left. Wait, and um, then everyone was like, what the fuck are we going to do? And then they brought in someone, they brought in a far, in my opinion, a far superior Bachelorette. And um, uh, the season got much better from then on. I stand by that take. That's still my take. What about this? Hmm. Sports are the best reality show out there. That's that's interesting because they Oh, you movies and shows are tried are made to emulate mm-hmm. what already happens in sports because it's so dramatic. And granted, most of it if you took if you watched every um NBA game Mm-hmm. It's not going to be, there's going to be stories, but it's not nearly going to be, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in, but you don't have yeah. to, which is kind of a great thing. Yeah. I, I think that, um, I think sports are definitely a form of reality TV and definitely a form of stories, but I think that where sports, what sports lack is the control and the ability to make every season spectacular yeah you know but then it makes it makes those other seasons juicy like the 2005 longhorns rose bowl like yeah greatest like you couldn't write it better it's crazy yeah i mean and because you know that most of the time it doesn't happen (laughs) yeah so your bar is low well the bar is very high yeah it just doesn't I happen. I think he's there. saying that special stuff doesn't happen often. Mm. Buzzer so beaters. When it does happen, it is special. Yeah, because you're not okay. expecting it. You're like, oh, this game looks like it might get close, but you yeah. know, they might just get blown out. Yeah, and it's longer too. Like, it, there's m- way more material, so like, not everything can be as crazy. You know, yeah. just like a show. Like a show is condensed to like twelve hours. But of a basketball season, even even if you just watch one team, that's hundreds of hours. Oh yeah, that's of, uh, of content. Yeah, like you know, three hundred hours. So if if you condense that, you could definitely make a good show of like twelve hours just with that with that big slew of time. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of there's tons of side drama. You can yeah. kind of tune in what you want and don't. It's an, want. In, it's an interesting take upon a take. Um, but I think I'm I'm going to give one take on my list because we're kind of we we kind of got to speed this up a little bit. Oh, yeah, we're already 24 true. minutes in. I'm I'm going to give one take off my list. Uh, it's since we haven't talked about him yet. I'm going to bring up Tanner's take that um, if you use the alpha and beta male system, you are automatically a beta. And I like this take because only the people who are like you're a beta male are like the most insecure people oh, ever, you know? Um, and I think it kind of turns the whole, the whole idea on its head. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah. About it's kind of like, it's more specific. Um, it's funny the way it's worded, but it brings up a more specific thing that like, if you're judging other people, then that like excessively and ranking them, then you're probably just insecure. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Or like, um, it, it really, it brings up the worst in in um, masculinity. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna be the one that I pick. But um, I, I. I thought. I thought it was worth it to bring it to the table. Yeah. There's a. That's. A, it's a good tagline. 
I think. Um, yes. How did that win funny. hottest take? Uh, I think um, I don't know. I <laughs> the, the other takes. Uh, yeah, the other beta, takes. beta competition. I I do think it it is a hot take for like half of the population. You know, that's true. Like for those who use the system, they'd be like, "What are you talking about?" No, yeah. but um. For everyone who, outside of that community, who has a brain, uh, it's it's not a very hot take. But there you go. Woolsey, do you want to give uh, your next yes. listed take? I just wanted to mention it because I um, I think that Ronix was, uh, from episode 32, the, the uh, Mittens one was really mm-hmm. funny. But I think that yes. this one might be just uh, bad. the hottest. Uh, yeah, hottest like hottest take, mm-hmm. and it's early, uh, but it was uh, I think it was probably May, twenty twenty. It was yeah. a wild cast of um, Josh Helm, uh, yeah. Tanner, and Will, and <laughs> yeah. it was uh, an episode called "Who Wants to Be a Billionaire." Mm-hmm. And um, the take was by Josh, and it started us right yeah. off at the beginning. Um, that he wouldn't, if I want to read it, because I don't have it written down. Yeah. If someone offered me a billion dollars, I'd say no. Which yeah. is pretty wild. And I read that and I went back and listened to it. And I was just like, how how can he defend this? And he does a good mm-hmm. job. And in the beginning of the episode, they start off by all calling each other um, flash drive. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which was kind of an iconic moment um in my opinion but um uh he said that you would lose drive and be depressed if you if you got it too young then you Mm. would lose drive and become depressed and then you'd be the guy that everyone expects to donate all the money to charities (laughs) but so you have a tough choice to make um i still think i disagree with this take um but i do see the the reasoning um, and it's very, yeah. it's very hard. Like, I think most of us would jump to yes, including me still. I would just, if a billion dollars mm-hmm. appeared in my bank account, I would take it. But I do agree that, um, it would be, it'd be really tough. And Will brought yeah. up a really good point that he said that if, um, if you lose all drive because you got money, then that just meant that your only drive in life was money and you could, um, Whoa. Uh, you could still think, have drive and look for other things. And maybe, mm. I mean, in my opinion, you should just donate half of it and then keep half of it. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought it was a really hot take. Yeah, it definitely it is. Yeah. Then. Or you keep, I think you put, you can put a certain number in savings and have it, you can live off of it or something. If you put, oh, say like it's yeah. $2 million. Mm-hmm. And then the interest that you receive is basically a li- like a livable, solid, yeah. six-figure wage. Dude, what what I would do is I would give away half of it to like to charities or like the the best charity. Like there are charities out there that are like shitty and that um like your money doesn't really go where it's supposed to go or like that it's just really like a tax write-off for mm-hmm. you. Um, or just pay at taxes. Bill Gates. Well, you obviously you would pay taxes, but what I would do is I would give half of it to charities. Then I have 500 million, right? 
I would put half of that into a high yield savings account, get interest upon interest on my $250 million. And then um, I would just live off the two other $250 million. Yeah. I had a funny moment the other day where um, my dad, um, every so often, it's not like a, a thing, but um, yeah. usually around Christmas, it started with my grandpa would buy us scratch offs. Um, mm-hmm. and we'd all do scratch offs together. And so recently my dad came home and he surprised us and he got, um, he got each of us a scratch off and we all did it together. And I always get nothing. And Bennett always gets about, uh, my brother yeah. always gets about, uh, like 15 or 20 bucks every time. Um, <laughs> and, uh, the grand prize, uh, for this one was a hundred thousand dollars. And Whoa. Bennett had what we called a Bennett moment. Um, uh-huh. and he said, would we be out? Meaning, what? <laughs> would we be out of the game, as it were? Oh, like the scratch-off game, you mean? No, would would we? Would my dad not have to work anymore? Oh, <laughs> for if you want a hundred thousand, <laughs> I just thought it was funny and relevant because there was. Uh, is- it's um. It seems like like it would just like change your life, but um, even like a million dollars and like a million. Yeah, obviously. But like um, then you hear about NBA players complaining about differences in millions of their salary. But it's just all. (laughs) Yeah, it's all just perspective and like the lifestyle that you're used to. I do think. I mean, what? No, you go. You go. I was going to say, I do think the take that you wouldn't accept a billion dollars is a very privileged. Yes. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think, uh, I think it makes sense to like, be like, okay, where's this money coming from? Like, that would be a big thing is yeah, like, true. who's giving me a billion dollars and who am I going to mm-hmm. be indebted to for the rest yeah. of my life? But if it was no strings attached to a billion dollars to just do whatever I wanted to with it, I would take it. Yeah, for sure. I would too. Um, yeah, he said just it just appears in your bank account and there's nothing illegal about it, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then, yes, I, I would do it. Uh, yeah, me too. For sure. Corey, do you want to read uh, the next take that you have? Or Next take. I'll do Woolsey's. Mm. The year's 20... Oh, sorry. The year's <laughs> 2200. And I'll be darned... Yeah. The world looks a lot like Minecraft. Yes. This was a bizarre one. That is bizarre because I'm kind of interested into what that means. <laughs> yeah, I was too. And I honestly don't remember. So I would love to hear it from Let's the horse's mouth. From once the yeah, let me, uh, I'm trying to see if um, if I have my notes. No, I think I wrote it down in a journal. Um, <laughs> so the idea was I had that tagline in my head. Mm-hmm. But the main idea is that, okay, what a, Minecraft is still made to reflect the reality that we live in. It's disregarding yeah. the squares. I think in the future, similar to Black Mirror episodes... We will have VR will be non-external, basically, um, and we'll be able to display our name above our head. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we'll be able to have stats and health, um, be able to see what our health is very easily. Um, medicine will advance in that way. Um, you'll be able to social media will also not be external anymore. Um, like, uh, you could like chat with your head. Um, and, uh, virtual reality you could make the reality seem whatever like whatever you want like mods and stuff or texture packs um and uh you could kind of view reality as you wanted um which was i'm trying to think if there were any other points but that was mainly it was that like i'm thinking about the advancements that seem like logical steps in vr and Gosh darn it! It looks like Minecraft. So so basically, it just looks a lot like a video game, and you chose Minecraft specifically. Well, Minecraft is the most um, like it's extremely social. It isn't limit. It's open world. Um, yeah. There's mods involved. Um, it's very relatable. Uh, like most people know what Minecraft looks like, and it's not just about one thing. Yeah. It's not just a shoot 'em up game or something like that. Like, I guess you could it's, say more. It's, it's like Second Life or something. Yeah, it's it's a game about life, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Does that clear it up for you, Corey? Yeah, I thought. I think it all seems I, um, very feasible. I like the health yeah. one too. Like, if a doctor just rolls by someone and they have like. 10% health. Then they give them just a slab of steak. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You're saved. Yeah. Just regen your health. That would be, I, I, that would be probably the most enjoyable thing for me. Is to just see other people's health levels. Like uh, how many hearts someone has at, at this moment. What about a you kill know? count? A kill count? <laughs> yeah. is that, is a that a thing count. in Minecraft? Yeah, because you can. Uh, well, you can set if you, it. Yeah, you can set the scoreboard, oh. and it can show if you've how many times you've killed people. <laughs> so that could be I displayed. Would, like, stay away from this I guy. Would, or that that isn't if 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 I had to pick one thing to like know instantly about people is has this person killed someone? Yeah. That that's very interesting to me. But the odds of it being a yes is so low; it's kind of pointless. But that one time know. where. It would be. What if, like, the person didn't know? Like, they accidentally say they, they they were on a trail and they slipped yeah. and, like, a, a rock started rolling down the hill and they, like, didn't really yeah. think of it. That's true. And it, it just hits on in the head. Mm. They're dead. Or, like, they're just like, fuck, when yeah. did I kill someone? Yeah. Or, or like, you <laughs> shouted on a mountain and, like, the other side of the mountain, uh, like, an avalanche started. Mm. Yeah, and you had no idea that that would be crazy. Just like if 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 the government, if like some tech company was like, "All right, we figured it out." All of a sudden, everyone's gonna know what everyone else's kill count is, and they snap their fingers, and you look down, and you're like, "I'm just like I have two kills." (laughs) Yeah, you're like, "What the hell?" Yeah, imagine Trump's right now. Let's get political. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's he's I he. He'd be like, it's like, I think he would be depressed by how actually high it is. He'd be like, okay, I expect like yeah. 300 to 400,000, but then he looks and he's like, like 2 million. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that is that is interesting too. Like butterfly effect kills. Yeah, how does yeah, that do they work? Count? Yeah, you have like you have your your direct kills, but like your butterfly effect kills. That's interesting. Yeah, that's that's I want an app that like in indirect kills. Right. Yeah, you would like like I I want an app that shows me like if I had made this choice in my life, what would my life look like now? You know. Oh god. A parallel yeah. universe. Or like this slight like oftentimes I think about like if my great 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 to the tenth power grandfather had like tripped on a rock one day. Like if he had been stepping over a rock and he had accidentally tripped and oh he missed his train or he missed his like envoy, his camel, whatever. Um like what camel? like yeah, if if it's if it's that far back and people are traveling on like horses oh. or camels or wherever he lived, um, like how, like would he not yeah, have met my great 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 grandmother? <laughs> but no, we all we all originated from Mesopotamia, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so just like like what's the smallest thing that could have happened for me to have never existed? That's what I want to know. That's just a thought. Yeah, I want to give my next take. Um, Go and for it. I'm going to do this one because I want to make sure I get it in. Um, it's my it's probably my favorite take of the year. It's everyone. It's it's Ronick's take. Um, and it's everyone should have to sit to pee. Oh, God. I love this take because like literally I I'd see no problems with it. I really don't. Um it adds like what five seconds to your day, maybe. I do sometimes. That's sit not true. I want to. I'm like super tired. Yeah. Yeah. I usually sit because hmm. I want to go. Do? Yeah, I usually sit because I want to go on my phone. Mm. I will <laughs> say that it may not add just five seconds, and that it may add quite a bit of time because male public restrooms. Mm. Um, like, like you have to wait in line. You have you to mean? wait in line, and then they're yeah. on their phone. <laughs> also, are you in public restrooms? Do you you think you should have to sit too? Yeah, everyone should have to sit all the time. Because you know, like girls, a lot of times mm. they just hover over because they don't want to actually touch the seat. Mm. Well, then we need uh, better public service uh, money to be going into those sectors to clean the toilets. Or just use a urinal. Yeah, I, I, what, <laughs> well, what was Ronick's reasoning? Uh, because um, I can't, because, he oh, there would be less there'd spray. There would be less, mess, be less yeah. spray, yeah. Oh. Um, you never miss. But sometimes... Toilets would overall be cleaner, was his take overall. Sometimes, if you're a guy and you're sitting, it can go out the lips of the toilet. Right, but that's, that, I feel like that's so much less common than, um, than like someone standing and peeing on the seat. You know? Yeah. But that, that was just a take I enjoyed because I, f- I feel like it really embodies what a good take is and that it's hot. Mm-hmm. He, he, def- he had uh, stories, uh, reasoning, a lot of stuff to back it up. 
And um, it's a great tagline. Like, it's a great quick uh, little thing to say. And it's really you know? common. Like, it's a it's a thing people think about, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like th- it, it can inspire conversation with literally anyone. And early. It was episode 13. Episode yeah, 13. Um, which I think kind of makes sense that uh, as I feel like as his takes have progressed, they've gotten worse and worse and worse. <laughs> so, and mostly food so got, based. I was looking at a lot of his a lot of his takes were food based. Yeah. Oh, and that was the I never brought up why the bread was a contradiction. Um, the sliced bread thing. Oh yeah, why, why is that? Why because is that? he said that we started questioning him because he said he was the one true baker, and so we, <laughs> because you can't cut anything. We were very deep into the conversation. You can't cut anything yes. if you're a baker because that makes you a chef. Bakers only bake, <laughs> and he's a baking purist. And so we asked him what meals he made, and he said, uh, like baked fish and baked bread. And then we asked if he. Um, if he cut the bread and he said no. Right. And he ate the bread. <laughs> <laughs> just like a loaf. Just, like just a in a loaf. loaf. And so, so then bad. he said, the bread's end is your best friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I guess so he does. is a contradiction because he could just eat the bread's end. Yeah. True. But if if he buys the sliced bread already, he doesn't have to cut the bread, right? So he's not a chef. That's but why that would he bake the bread if it's a loaf of... doesn't make much sense. No, it <laughs> I mean, you're, you're correct. It did not make it. Also, effect. I've seen Ronnie cook. <laughs> <laughs> um, Woolsey, Woolsey, have you given both of the takes that you brought? Yes, I have. It was just Ronnie. Okay, Corey, Corey, do you have one more? I do. It's it's from Resma, hmm. and it's a freshwater snail would be the three seed in a sixteen team. Oh, in the in sixteen team deadliest animal bracket. Yes, this was a very very fun conversation to have. Tanner was pissed, uh, but me and me and Rez enjoyed uh, making him progressively angrier and angrier. Resma's reasoning. I don't know if either of you guys have heard the episode. Mm, no, I haven't. But but Resma's reasoning was because freshwater snails are one of the deadliest animals in the world because of all the diseases that they bring. Mm. Um, one being schistosomiasis, I believe, um, which I don't know what that does, but uh, apparently it's one of the biggest killers in the entire world. Wow, it's uh, so, it's very specific. <laughs> very, very specific. Did he list out the the rest? Wasn't, uh, yeah, yeah, he had a full bracket and we went through it. Um, the 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 take wasn't that it would win the bracket. The take was <laughs> the three seed. Yeah. The okay. three seed. Because based on kill count. Yeah. Uh, well, but uh-huh. then I uh, but it, it was like a the bracket itself was like a one v one. It was like you put these two animals in a room and who comes out alive? Oh yeah. So. And um, <laughs> I think the freshwater snail made it to the semifinals or wow. the finals. I don't remember. It had some favorable matchups. It had some favorable <laughs> matchups for sure, and a few Cinderella story upsets. Um, but I think it beat I, mosquitoes were on there because of how deadly they are. Yeah. But like, but if it's just one, I think mosquito. the snail it is just is just yeah. But yeah, true. And but like the snail, I think was hard to kill. Um, salt. But these animals don't have salt. Like you put a bear and a and a snail in a room, and 
that I, I don't remember what animal won. I would have to go back and listen to the episode, but it was a very enjoyable episode to record and one of the best of the year, in my opinion. Wow. Oh, great. Lots yeah. of early ones. Yes. We fell um, off. And <laughs> I can give my last one that I have. Um, it is, it's, it's uh, about at the mid. No, it's, it's early too. <laughs> this one's early too. Um, but this one, my last one is up there for me, just in terms of the insanity of the take and um, how dangerous it is. Not a lot of our takes are actually dangerous to the public, but this one is. Um, it's Ronick's take that he's saying, if you're driving in a car and you have uh, blinkers, like left turn, right turn, um, mix it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> Make it, Say you're going right and then go left, or say you're going left and then go no, right. He's inciting dangerous driving. Oh. Indeed. I thought but he he's, had changed the light pattern or the color whenever I read that. No, <laughs> that would actually make sense, right? We'll and say, then people would but, use them because they'd be excited about it. Mm. <laughs> Yo, custom no. blinkers. What what he what he ended up saying is that um, say you're sitting at a light, <laughs> say you're sitting at a light, and you have your right turn blinker on, and someone's sitting behind you, and they're kind of zoned out, they're not really paying attention. They're like, you know how you get in like those trance states when you're driving, yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden you're somewhere, and you're like, how did I get here? No, um, well, not like that, but totally. Well, you know what I mean. Like that was an exaggeration, but yeah. like uh, you you just kind of space out. Um, he's he's saying that if you have your right turn on at a light and then you turn left, you snap that person out of their trance and they're like, oh, my God, that person turned left instead of right. And overall creates a safer driving environment. Yeah, that's some, um, some that's of, what he ended up saying. Some of the worst, like, backwards logic I've ever heard. What would, <laughs> yeah, what, really, what would Ronick's kill really count too. be? Wow, it would be high. It would be high, and obviously he would walk out of every crash unscathed. <laughs> fine. It's like the concept of yeah. brake checking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's crazy. Um, now there can be more so alert, yeah. but I did create a ten car pileup in the process. <laughs> Mix it up a little. He's he 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 caused like a ten car crash, and he's like, "Well, did you guys learn your lesson?" <laughs> yeah. Except the that's for brake checking for the blinker part. That's like not even a lesson to be learned. It's it's his fault. He's the one that put the blinker on. There's no lesson to be learned. Right. He's, yeah, exactly. Devil's advocate. Um. Okay. So we've given all of our takes, right? Ah, uh, yes, I have. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Do you, wait, Corey. Give give one honorable mention. One that you whittled down that you didn't get to say. Oh. Okay. Just say it. We don't have to talk about it at length. Uh, either do Christmas lights well or don't do them at all. Yeah, I like that one. That's one no, of my I faves. Agree with it. I agree. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think he got two agrees. Woolsey, were you on that episode? Uh, wait, which one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was a. It was an agree. Also, I kind of just want to talk about some of them. Like, I kind of want the yeah. context. Ronnie okay. said hindsight yeah. isn't 2020. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. He means he means that your your memory isn't perfect. You misremember things, so you're not seeing it 2020 because 2020 is perfect right. vision. And uh, when right. you look back, um, so you're seeing it like a sub perfect sense. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ronick, it's very Ronick's take always starts with the tagline. It seems, and then just <laughs> yes, tries yeah. to defend it. 
Yeah, unlike Tanner, who will give like a very convoluted take, <laughs> and then um, there's a nugget there that he definitely could have worded better. But um, what, I agree, Ronick kind of works back. Sam's when he said, "Please put your cereal in your coffee." Yeah, um, he just uh, he's saying that uh, cereal is like if you're in a rush in the morning. And you can't eat breakfast and make your coffee or like you're running out the door grabbing your coffee. Just dump some cereal in your coffee. So that way it's it's coffee and breakfast. Yeah. I like that. He okay. said, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, he, he likes to um, embellish his takes a little. Bit. I was um, thinking about um, my felony one that you should have to start school mm. over again. And I think I'm a pretty hard disagree on that one now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. And, you know, there were some flaws. It's definitely like really harsh. Um, yes, because, indeed. yeah, you could some things that are felonies aren't like you don't have to. It's not a 12 year sentence where you have to go to school. Right. And also you can also wrongly just be convinced. wrong. Yeah, yes, yeah. But that's yeah. the argument about also, everything. Also now, apparently, with the COVID relief bill, illegally streaming things is a felony. For a profit. For a profit. Yeah. Oh, okay. For a profit. Yeah, you can uh, still watch. I'm still watching on <laughs> uh, streaming sites. Yeah. 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 <laughs> of course. Also, allegedly. Allegedly. Can yeah. we just talk about the nightstand take for two seconds? And just <laughs> yes. talk about how bad of a take it is? Terrible take. Nightstands um, are so important. Well, do you, do you know the, the, the context, Corey? He said he would jostle around in his bed, worst sleep of all time, and then yeah. roll over head on it and die. <laughs> First of all, yeah. he's going to die from a... The max height he could fall onto a nightstand is maybe five inches. <laughs> or it's going to be above his head, so he falls and just hits a floor, which would miss a nightstand, so regardless, doesn't really matter. Or it's below him, and he kind of he would even cushion it. It would almost like rock <laughs> yeah, your body up, yeah. and you would land on your ass. <laughs> yeah, it's uh that, that one's that one's funny because he's saying that he gets horrible restless sleep at night because he fears rolling over onto <laughs> his yeah, nightstand. Yeah, such an irrational fear. And, you and just also be afraid of falling off your bed. Why do you have to be afraid that yeah. you're going to hit the nightstand? <laughs> if anything, he needs more and also, nightstands. Just, just, just the <laughs> idea of him of Ronick <laughs> falling off his bed and hitting his head on his nightstand is very funny <laughs> to me. Yeah. It's just like the, the 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 image of it. Um, but Dude. yeah, God, we have some we have some gems in here. We have some yeah. gems. We got to narrow but, it down. Um, I, th- I think I think what we should do is we should all give um we should we should pick out of our pools so like I have I a pool one. of yeah um so mm. out of my takes that I brought mix up the blinkers alpha beta system and everyone should have to sit to pee which one should we nominate for take of the year I would say the sit to pee I agree just as a classic I agree. uh where are you, so we're choosing just yours. Uh, no, we'll, we'll, no, we'll we'll choose one from each of the pools that we brought. So now we pick one from Woolsey's, and then we'll pick one from yours, Corey. Okay. And then out of out of those three, we'll vote on which one is the take of the year. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so Woolsey, what what were your takes? This one's tough. It was the I wouldn't take a billion dollars 
or the mm. um the uh mittens one i forgot the exact phrasing right uh that is that is tough it's really tough because one of them oh keep mittens in the kitchen um <laughs> right which that one is i think maybe the funniest take um mm-hmm. but i i think the billionaire one is hotter so i don't know what's the criteria it's i think it's just uh it's, Best it's take. you can use the criteria um you can say like because there's good takes and there are hot takes you know yeah. like good takes or bad takes or hot takes or cold takes so you could say whichever one is good and hot you could say whichever one embodies the podcast as a whole whichever one sounds best um up to you okay i think i'm gonna go keep mittens in the kitchen just because of how enjoyable it is yeah Corey, what do you think uh i i think the billionaire like embodies the hot takes yeah. more but i do think that Ronick's takes are fun to talk about because usually it's they're really easy to make fun of. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Corey, do you do you have a Ronick take in your three or no? No, I don't because I don't like okay, them. Then, <laughs> I think they're. Bad. I will pick. I'm gonna pick. God, this is really hard. I think I'm gonna pick keep mittens in the kitchen just because of how um, just because of how fun the conversation was. And how 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 good of an episode yeah, it was. It was really good. And Corey, your takes were what? Uh, reality TV is the best and most artistic mm-hmm. genre of television. Then I have the year is twenty two hundred, and I'll be yeah. darned. The world looks a lot like Minecraft. <laughs> Last one is a freshwater snail would be the three seed in a sixteen team deadliest <laughs> animal bracket. I I am partial to that one just because of how much I enjoyed that convo. So I'm going to vote for that one. That, I think that one that has one, I think that one takes it for me. I was going to really? do it also because that's that was just hilarious. It's really and good. It's, okay, sweet. And it somehow like is just you when you're reading it, it seems like a hot take. You know. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Cool. So we have so we have our three nominees. We have um, everyone should have to sit to pee. We have keep mittens in the kitchen and we have the freshwater snail would be the three seed in the 16 team deadliest animal bracket. Those are our nominees. Um, and in the voting system, I think we'll say like everyone should have to sit to pee vote for me. Um, everyone or keep mittens in the kitchen vote for Woolsey and then 16 team animal bracket vote for Corey. You know, just like the typical hottest take system that we do. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. This is take of the year. This feels like the Oscars. It's crazy. In three. Oh, so here's how we'll vote. We'll vote me or we'll vote Corey, then Woolsey, then me. Okay. Okay. Ready? In three, two, one. Cam. Corey. Oh, God. Wait. Uh. I think, I think, I think, wait, can I, you can vote for yourself, right? Because yeah. it's not our takes. Yeah. I'm going to vote, uh, Cam. I'm going to vote for everyone should have to sit to pee. That's crazy. What is, what, wow. Not. Going full back circle, to full circle. The, the second hottest take we ever had on hot takes, high stakes. That means that, uh, second place was, um, well, it's, what you said second hottest? Now. No, it was the second, it was the, it was the, like, it was episode 13, which is the second episode in which we started doing Hottest Take. Oh, oh, 
Gotcha. But um, it, it, it is the second hottest take. There's no real good way to say it, but um, it's number two. You can't even say it like that. It's just the second one we've ever done. Um, so yeah, congrats to Ronick. I don't know. Does does he get like the crown for 2021? The second winner of hottest take. Yes, it was Wait, the second actually, winner of hottest take. I don't know. Whatever. So the second place is the water snail. Yes, freshwater snails. Ronick had two and in then, the top three. And then he did. Then kittens should have uh, mittens should stay whatever. in the kitchen. <laughs> Mittens yeah, should stay in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's that's 2020, guys. That's Crazy. the whole year summed up in one episode. Um, some great hottest takes. And, and I think we'll be bad. leaving this year. And some really bad ones. Uh, uh-huh. But I think they all make for great pod fodder. With that, we, we jump into 2021 with hopefully a whole new batch of greatest of, of great hot takes. And I can't wait for the the year in review episode next next year. Are we the council? Maybe we'll be able to. Maybe we'll be able to bring in everyone. Yeah, because it, it it felt it, it felt like us. why are we, <laughs> why are we yeah. the Oscar voters? You know, yeah. but um, it is what it is. The ro- this is just how the rotation ended up working out. Um, just kind of like how Saturn and Jupiter were recently in conjunction. Some things just happen at certain times. So that's that. Subscribe to Mountain Men Vids on YouTube. Subscribe to Mountain Men Games on YouTube. Mountain Men Games. Now, I, I love to say it, but it's been over 100 subscribers for a while now, but it's just over 100 subscribers. It's a great accomplishment. Um, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. on Not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Rate and review. And uh, you can see all of our hottest takes, the hottest take list at plumpgoose.co on the hot takes high stakes page the anyway final words for 2020 for a year of hot takes we'll see ya see you later 2020 see you later 2020